Welcome to GC365. Man, we're glad you're here. It's September 21st. It's so cool. I love the fall. Do you like the fall? Fall's best time. Isn't that? I, why, why do you like the It's fall? hunting season. It's sunny season. Yeah, it's hunting season. <laughs> it's fishing season. Fishing season. The right. salmon are in the rivers right. right now. Right. There's so yeah. many cool things happening. And I actually like the, the really crisp, nights and the warm days and uh, oh i like it how it cools down at night yeah so it's awesome so i hope you're enjoying this fall time and i i hope you're enjoying this daily reading one year bible reading is one of those things that you do that changes your life and i want to talk about that because i have with me a good friend here jim mcmillan you've been with uh the church for how many years jim uh one week short of it's in startup Okay, so 27 years. 27 years. 27 years. That's amazing, isn't it? Yep. So one week after we started the church, Jim started to come to church. I wouldn't say you were really close to God at that point. Would you say? Uh, there could be other things said at that point, yes. <laughs> okay, so Jim has been on this journey, 27 years journey, of really trying to follow God. And I, I appreciate your journey because... I know that, and I'm on the same journey. We're all trying to follow God. You're trying to follow God. That's why we read the one-year Bible. And a few years ago, you started to read the one-year Bible. That's so right. what's your thought? How do you think that changes you? Has it been a good thing? What's it? It's been a good thing. Um, it keeps you involved every day. And because of that, it's the first thing that I do every morning. Mm. And if I don't do it, then I get behind and it's like, oh, darn, I messed yeah. up again. But yeah. it keeps you thinking about the right stuff all year long, not just when you want to think about it on Sunday morning. Right. So you've had a work life that included engineering. You've had a work life that was software engineering and yes, other stuff. And now you're a financial advisor mm -hmm. and all of those different things. Uh, I, I know that over these 27 years, you've had a number of different jobs, but um, do you find this gives you some insight into your jobs? You know, going through the jobs I've gone through, it's not always been easy. Yeah. But when it gets really, really tough, I've always prayed and relied on God and held faith. And that's yeah. what got me through it. There have been some really tough times. Yeah. And I've lived through them. And yeah, I know what tough is. Yeah. And God's always there. Well, which is why we're talking about today's reading. If you think about it, Hezekiah was in a really tough spot. If you're in today's reading, Isaiah... 37. And we've kind of read this story before in Chronicles and First Kings and all this, but now we get it from the prophet's point of view, where Hezekiah is in a really tough spot. This king from Assyria has come. They have a, hundreds of thousands of soldiers outside the city. Hezekiah is in a terrible spot. And uh, I, I like what it says here. I'm just going to read a couple of verses here. Lord, rescue us from this guy's power then all the kingdoms of the earth will know that you alone are God. Because this king had come in and said, hey, don't you trust in your God? And here's Hezekiah. I love what Hezekiah does. He says, I can't do this on my own, and I'm not going to trust in other kings. I'm going to ask God's, for God's help. Yeah, he keeps the faith. Yeah, which is what you're talking about. You've mm -hmm. been through tough times. Have you found yourself on your knees a time or two? Oh, asking? yeah. Yeah, I'm and, more blessed than I need to be. I'll tell you what right and, now. Yeah. And God came too for you, didn't you? I think he most certainly did. Yeah. So yeah. Hezekiah's in this place. He prays. He prays really earnestly. Um, and then we get to this um, uh, 
here's God's answer. God sends Isaiah back to the Assyrian king. And this is what God says to the Assyrian king, which I think is kind of funny. (laughs) Because you've raged against me and your arrogance, which I've heard myself, I will put a a hook in your nose and a bit in your mouth and make you return the same road you came. Now, this guy's all prideful and all powerful, and he thinks it's got it all together. I don't think I'd want to be in that position. No, I wouldn't either. (laughs) Because in verse 36, it says, that night, 185,000 Assyrian soldiers were killed. Now, I'm, I'm just curious, when you were in a tough spot a time or two, did it change overnight? Uh, no, nothing really changed overnight. I know. I, I think Hezekiah gets a he, he gets, he gets an a easy break. path. Yeah. <laughs> for most of my problems, that'd be awesome. You know, like it took a whole year maybe for yeah. me or uh, maybe a couple of years. You know. But Hezekiah, in one night, everything changes. I, I, I love this picture of this story. But Hezekiah, um, if you read in the rest of the readings, um, he he um, he gets a little prideful and and he gets to this spot and Isaiah is sent to Hezekiah to tell him this time's over. He says you're going to get sick and die, which I think is kind of interesting. Wouldn't you hate to to be told when you're going to die? Doctors do that now sometimes. <laughs> sometimes, yeah, yeah. But here's Hezekiah who's been told you're going to get sick and die. Um, and his response is, he pleads with God. For, well, that's right. He pleads with God. And God gives him grace. He does. He gives him 15 more years of life, which I I really appreciate. I appreciate Hezekiah saying, I, I'm not done yet. I want to I want to do more. And he was know, humble. Yeah, he was. He was humble. And God gave him that time. And uh, and I love it that Isaiah was the guy that was chosen to come and he was a prophet that would come and go and tell tell him. But it, it's kind of a cool story. Now now let's switch because I really know you want to talk about this one. Galatians six. Oh which, absolutely. Galatians <laughs> six is really cool. Um these are um there's the the first verse two here, we share each other's burden. Share each other's burden in this way obey the law of Christ. Oh yeah. You know, we you've been a part of men's groups, small groups. Um how have you seen this work, Jim? You know, when I first got involved with the church, I wasn't making enough to actually tithe. Mm-hmm. So what I thought I would do was get involved and support and give as much of my time as I could, mm-hmm. whether I could tithe or not. Mm-hmm. And so you always help where you can. Mm-hmm. And I think it was uh, a good thing. Yeah. And it changed you. The more you gave, yeah. the more you wanted to give, right? Yeah. Which is really cool. Um, in fact, this next verse, it says, um, don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. Now, this is a powerful verse. How have you seen that played out in people's life and your own life? Dan, I'm not a pastor. I don't convert people to God, but I feel I've been a very good influence. And look yeah. where this church has gone. Yeah, you're I believe right. that we've done good things. No, you're right. And we've been a part of planting in this community. You were here when we were in a school. Yep. We were in a couple schools oh, and churches yeah. <laughs> set up and tear down. Every week. You were here when we marched here. You gave significantly to help build this thing and worked alongside me building buildings. and Whatever we had to do right, to make it happen, yeah. More than anything, just continually influencing people mm-hmm. spiritually. That's a big deal. 
Well, these are seeds, right? They're planted. That's what they are, yeah. And we see it being, we're harvesting. Look around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so cool. So here it goes on. It says this, uh, let's not get tired of doing good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. This is important because people are always looking for an instant gratification. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't always happen. Sometimes you're just going to have to keep doing it and doing yeah. it and doing it. And you go, oh my gosh, you will reap benefits from it. And yeah. it will happen. Yeah, You get to just hold on to your faith. It always works out. Well, and it's kind of interesting because business-wise, you're a financial advisor. You tell a young person, plant some seeds now. It's mm-hmm. going to come through later. Oh, yeah. You know, that's what you do financially. That's correct. But there's a spiritual seed you plant, too, and also just habits and things in your life. Reading the one in your Bible is a good habit to plant uh, in your life. I, I want to, this verse 10 here says, Therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially the family of faith. You kind of preach this in your in your business, too, don't you? I do. I Which do. is what, what you always say. Always always do the right thing uh, you know we have a friend a mutual friend uh lord gerard oh Lord, yeah Lord is such a good friend he's uh, I, I that guy was a saint yeah he's a wonderful guy he was good friend a of both great of ours, guy. Right? yeah we were with him the week before he died the very week before his he died. motto in life was do the right thing do the right thing and i man i think maybe that's the uh it showed through with yeah. everything he did. Right. And that maybe is the answer that all of us need to have for today. Maybe if I were to say, if there's any, some advice that that's happens here, it's do the right thing. That's really powerful. Now I read the Psalm. It's, it didn't do anything for me. So no, maybe you read it. Yeah. It's not that good. And then the, the Proverbs, um, let, let's see what the Proverbs says. I, I, I like Proverbs. Yeah, I know. But sometimes the Proverbs, aren't that good. This was good. The father of godly children has cause for joy, but what pleasure, uh, what a pleasure to have children who are wise. And you've seen that too. That's kind of cool. Yeah. That's a cool thought. So we hope that this one year Bible reading is meaningful to you. We hope that, um, that you'll take some of the advice and and here's our word. Don't quit early. You've got another couple of months to finish your one-year Bible. Stick with it. Man, it's the best thing you can do. I really encourage you to do it. And Jim, thanks for joining me on, on yeah. uh, GC365. I would say add, be persistent. Be persistent. Yep. Way hey, to go. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah. Okay, we'll see you next time on GC365.